Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Well, we wind up our week talking about the Indianapolis 500 with the man who every year, I say, has the job I've always wanted. He's the pride of Monrovia, Indiana. Good morning, Mark Janes. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's a wonderful time of the year for sure. It is indeed. I believe it's the seventh year that you will serve as the chief announcer for the IMS radio network. Let's talk first about the call of last year's win. Did you have any idea when you said, and then there were four, the iconic moment that that would become? Uh, no, I didn't. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I've done a couple of interviews recently that, that, that kind of ask us to, to, to go back over the last several laps of that race. And, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 throw it to, I throw it to Nick Gilman when, when Elio makes the pass on Pelot two laps from the finish. And, and he comes up with, uh, you know, a, a Foyt, Mears, Unser, and maybe Castro Nevis. And, you know, he's been kind of self-deprecating about it because he said it wasn't really play-by-play. It was more of a statement. But, uh, you know, I think that one's going to go down to the annals of time, too. And uh, quite frankly, it didn't come to me really until they were in the north end and and, and Chris was getting ready to hand it off to me. I mean, I I learned a long time ago, and I I credited to doing a lot of high school play-by-play. I mean, I learned a long time ago that if you start scripting live sports, uh, boy, you're not going to sound very genuine. You're not going to sound very organic because it may not come out at all the way you planned. And so, you know, you just hope that your instincts take over and, and your experience and, and uh, you know, the abilities that, 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 that God blessed, that blessed you with is limited as mine may be from time to time. And uh, no, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. We're all pretty proud of it. And the National Motorsports Press Association seemed to like it pretty well. I mean, that's a pretty NASCAR central uh, media organization. And, and, and we were able to sneak in there last year and, and take the award for best live sporting event. And we're, we're pretty proud of that, no doubt. His voice will be heard on Sunday by tens of millions of people. He is Mark James, the chief announcer of the world's greatest radio network. Let's turn to Sunday's race. It begins, I guess, with the fastest pull qualifying speed ever yeah it's pretty impressive uh, what they're doing for sure uh, i mean uh, you know but i think we're kind of in that cycle that we've seen over the years where you know uh, it, they, they start to figure these cars out from an engineering standpoint the drivers get more comfortable with them and uh, they seem to go faster and faster and faster and i kind of i land on the side of our driver analyst davy hamilton and it's as impressive as as these speeds are i think the, 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 the thing that I think of is the fact that, you know, 234, I think, is is plenty fast. And we know, based upon what we have seen, uh, fortunately, the incidents have been limited. But the safety advances that they've made in these cars uh, really make these cars relatively safe. I mean, we pretty, we've seen some pretty significant hits, not here necessarily at Indy Knockwood, but at some other racetracks. And, um so far, the drivers have come through relatively unscathed, and and I just my concern would be that if those speeds continue to climb, I want to make sure that we do so in a manner which continues to protect our drivers at the level that they're protected now. Hearing Voices with Scott Watson is available at whtc.com, also Apple, Google, Spotify, and wherever you access high-quality entertainment. We visit this morning with Mark Janes, the chief announcer and voice of the Indianapolis 500. If I'm a member of Team Andretti, Penske, or Foyt, and I look at those fast 12 or 6 this weekend, am I concerned? Um, 
No, and, and I, I'll tell you, no, uh, for at least two of those teams. I mean, if, if you look at, uh, at at Michael's rather impressive record as a team owner, I mean, uh, you know, they, they clearly have, have gotten uh, races at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway figured out uh, with the six or seven wins that Michael has as an owner. And then I think, uh, I think you know, Team Pesky with 18 baby boards has a pretty good grasp on things. Um uh, you know, I, I think you get to a point to where um, you know uh, what you know. And uh, if you know that you're not going to have a chance at pole, uh, then I think your approach and your mindset is to get the best race car possible. Obviously, they rolled the dice with Scott McLaughlin and it didn't pay off. I, I think he went from 14th to 26th, and that's a bit of a hole to climb out of. It's not that you can't win from there because I, I believe Dan Weldon did it once upon a time. Uh, it's just a lot harder for sure. Uh, but Will Power has been about as consistent as, as anybody this year. Uh, and to give me an idea how consistent he's been, I mean, he's, he's the, you know, the, the points leader that has been in the top three or four in points since the season started, and he's yet to win a race. And that's the kind of consistency it's going to take to win a championship, I think, over the long haul. That's not really part of the discussion right now, as it never is, really, even though there's a ton of points up for grabs this month. Um but I, I think all in all, sure, I, I think a lot of them are, 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 are scratching their head over just what it is that, that Ganassi Racing is doing and how they were able to do what they do. But but let's not forget how dominant Scott Dixon was last year uh, in all the practice sessions and, and, and qualifying and, and, and did not win the race. Uh, I, I think that that has him, you know, a lock of that jaw a little tighter coming into this race weekend. But, um, you know, I it, that just... Practice doesn't pay any money. Uh, sitting on pole pays money, but they all want the big check, which is race day. And I think there's, you know, out of the 33 cars, uh, I, I really think that there's 28, 29 that could win and it not be a, a, a big surprise. I mean, what is it? The ninth row has Herta McLaughlin and Elio Castro Nevis. And, and then I think uh, starting behind them is maybe Graham Rahal and, and, and oh, how about Juan Montoya, two-time winner. So that gives you an idea of just how stacked this field is and, and anything can happen, I think, on race day. He is the chief announcer for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network. It will be his voice that calls the Indianapolis 500 on Sunday. We'll have more with Mark Janes, and I'll talk about school shootings and Memorial Day tomorrow on Hearing Voices.